0: Turning this evening to the news that's been running all day. Uh, The passing of Shane McGowan to you,
1: Harry McGee, first. Uh, Were you a fan? Oh, huge. And um, Rum, Sodomy and the Lash was a very important album to me as a teenager. It was one of those albums that uh, defined my teenage years and defined everything about life. I mean, the mixture of something that was uniquely Irish uh, with uh, one of the uh, great kind of youth culture Kind of uh, moments in the nineteen seventies, nineteen eighties, punk, and then uh, the indie rock scene that emerged afterwards, fusing both of them, was uh, a revolutionary thing in itself. And the music had an energy, had a rebelliousness about it. But at the same time, it was it was uh, uh, echoing, uh, channeling something that was ancient uh, and that came out of our tradition. And I think he was very important, not just for Irish people of my generation, but for people like him, who were the sons and daughters of Irish immigrants who grew up all over England, who had this kind of split identity. The plastic patties, as they're sometimes pejoratively called, who were born in England, had English accents, were familiar with the English culture and the English milieu, but went home to farms and places like Shinrone. Uh, Galway Kerry Dublin Meath all over Ireland every summer and had this huge connection uh, with home and also in London and elsewhere went to Irish clubs listened to Irish music uh, were exposed to GAA and to Hurling so there was this duality mm. that he encompassed in his I- his music so for me it was extraordinary but for those I think who grew up as, as Irish people born in London to Irish par- parents I think that he was almost like uh, a, a prophet who who came along to them. He was colossal.
0: Yeah, uh, Malcolm Noon. I, he really almost, he was to Irish music in London what Caribbean people were to the London ska generation, or the mix that Madness brought of North London Jewish klezmer, you know, Caribbean rock steady. They took the Cayley band sound that their parents had danced to. And they drove it through a punk prison.
2: Uh, Absolutely. And I think, I mean, a lot of the the young people dancing to the Pogues and, 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 and throwing shapes at the Pogues, never realised that uh, in the lyrics he was singing about Ray Lynham and Phil- Philomena, Be- Philomena Begley. And, and you know, the, in the lyric of Pair of Brown Eyes, I looked at him, he looked at me. All I could do was hate him while Ray and Philomena sang of my elusive dream. And, you know, that I think the fact that he was able to uh, look back towards his heritage in Tipperary and bring it in through the genre of, of punk and, and Irish folk music I think was something quite remarkable. I I've You speak pur- as, a, as
0: a punk yourself. I was going to say a former punk but I suppose mm. once a punk always a punk.
2: Yeah I think you're always a punk generally um, but I I, I I mean the first time I saw the Pogues, I saw them a few times and it was in a, a, a disused cinema in Carlow when I was a student there and um, I, I, it was just mayhem when we walked in and they came on stage and I think the gig lasted about, we were about 15 minutes in and someone threw a bottle up at Shane and Shane retaliated and that was the end of that. The whole place descended into absolute anarchy. And um, I, from that point on, you know, I just absolutely uh, loved him and loved the band and what they were doing. And, and you, you know, you see bands like Lancome now and the Mary Wallopers and the legacy that, uh, that Shane's music has left. Uh, and also the fact that, many people who discovered the Pogues retrospectively went back to the Botty Band and Planxty and all these other bands. I mean, when I was listening to punk, I was also listening to uh, Irish folk music and, and traditional music. And I think that's something that um, he was the first artist to, to blend all and fuse all of that into something uh, truly unique. And his songwriting um, is just going to stand the test of time because of those lyrics, to, to read them out uh, as a poem they read beautifully, uh, let alone sing them.
0: Hani Hoey, were you a fan?
3: Yeah, I think um, he was one of these people that you kind of, everyone grew up with. Like legendary obviously for music and stuff and my dad um used to like you know will play him but also like you know just a legendary character for some of his political stances and some of the things he said and i, I there's a, a quote of his that I, I won't include the, the swear words but you know people are talking about immigration emigration all the rest of the the, the flipping thing that's all rubbish we're all human beings mammals we're all rocks plants rivers flip borders and they're such a pain in the, the the flipping behind if I could paraphrase in such a way you know and just how he um how he managed to like just encompass something you know so succinctly and I think it was Michael G. Higgins that said you know his his lyrics were poetry like I I was reading some of the the lyrics he wrote just reading them today and you know really a st- Astounding insights into into things like really beautiful words. So I I, I will re- rejuvenate my my fandom. I think uh, you know, I was really digging into it today.
0: Uh, yeah, and in, indeed, and uh, the the cultural references as Malcolm was talking about in in a. Some of the lyrics as well. Uh, clearly a, a big James Joyce fan in some of, in some of the lyrics you hear and um, extremely widely read into film. Spaghetti Westerns were even, the theme tra- tunes were heard in A Pistol for Paddy Garcia on Rum Sodomy and the Lash. Kathleen Function, were you a fan of the Pogues? Are you a fan of the Pogues?
1: I have to be very honest, and I'm not overly aware of of uh, like all of their music. Like a lot of people, the 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 song I know the the best is obviously the Fairy Tale in New York, which is quite cliche, really. But um, it's a huge loss, obviously for you know, the kind of Irish artist community, as well as obviously his his family and friends. But um that's the, the song I suppose that I know and I think that song is obviously going to live on for generations to come. Probably my own kids and their kids will, will know that song. So I mean that's very telling of, of a of an artist and a band when your your music can pass through generations, I think.